podcast for Filthy Casuals by Filthy Casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 124, recorded Monday, May the 15th. I'm your host, David Holloway, and joining me firstly is a man who can't be defined by in any way, shape or form, mainly because the English language doesn't contain enough expletives. How are you, Simon? I'm good, you bastard. How are you? Good. You can never have enough expletives. If you could create a couple more, you could be a multi-millionaire or billionaire even. Only if I can copyright them. Yeah, bloody hey. Trademark them even. Work mm, on that. Okay. You're, about to go, oh. you're about to go on a little holiday. One of your holiday homework pieces is to yeah, create at least one new swear word. I'm not sure how much of a holiday it's going to be, but uh, yes, yes, I am going away. I'm talking you up, so that's fine. All right, okay. Yes, yeah, so going to some fabulous event that's, well, got nothing to do with games or game hardware, so <laughs> that's a bit sad. Oh, anyway. You talked it up so much. It. Mm-hmm. And, there, just keep going. and there you can hear is a man. There you can hear is a man. There you can hear a man who is rumoured to be leading Nintendo's new secret timepiece project, the Nintendo Swatch. How are you, Ben? Nintendo give me the shits, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm going to start swearing early tonight, folks. Um, yeah, no, it's just, I'm all right, I'm all right. This Nintendo, just every time I go to almost jump back on the Nintendo train, there's something else that, or I just reminded of something that I really hate about what they do that I just want to just stab them in the eye with a fork or something. So, yeah, um, I Nintendo just really, really annoy me at the moment. Better off stabbing yeah. them than you. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, here we are. And I'm, while I think of it too, big thanks to Pete for um, his guest appearance last episode too. That was really good. So, thanks, Pete. And time yeah, thanks. Fl- Thank you. And time flies. I was starting to doubt that it was last episode, but it was, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. yeah good. Ah. <sighs> All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, and it's a bit of a lopsided list for us. Um, Simon, you, you've been having a quiet time on the game front or you've just been playing two games massively? Kind of just... I hadn't had a massive amount because obviously we've been trying to do all the little bits and pieces you got to do to uh, get ready to go away. But, uh, yeah, um, I didn't intend to play Prey uh, quite as much as I did. Um, I, I got up on Saturday, I think about seven thirty. thought, um, I'll have a, have a quick go at this cause I just bought it on the Friday. I'll have a quick go at this uh, and then go make myself my coffee. Uh, sort of about five thirty. I thought I better get some dinner. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got kind of sucked into it. So, uh, yeah. Can I ask you an old man question, though? How do you actually stand upright after that many hours of playing games? Like, were you in agony? No. You did, You had breaks, though. Were you hungry or thirsty at all? Uh, no. Had you put I didn't a towel really... down your pants to soak up the urine? I've uh, got, got a, a surprisingly large and strong bladder, oh. David, so mm. that's, that's not You really... did have to change the bedpan, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the incontinence pants got a bit. Uh, uh, the seals started to go. I tell you now, uh, a, ga- a gaming commode chair could be actually a real goer. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely. don't, don't. I spend too much time time sitting on the can as it is. 
Or you shouldn't take your phone or tablet in there with That's you. That's right. That's the problem. <laughs> Just oh, think of the germs. Uh, squat and surf. Uh, yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, look, it's it's one of those. No, no. Uh, that that's the funny thing, though. It uh, I I did sort of keep glancing at the clock, thinking, oh, just uh, just a little bit more. But no, I didn't didn't feel hungry or Thursday or any need to go to the what's it? So yeah, so um, good game. Kind kind of absorbed, and when I get absorbed, forget it. Yeah. And so what did I, you think of Prey, seeing as you spent so much time on it? I like yeah I, I really like it um, it's if you it's not a run and gun um, if you've seen any of the coverage I'm sure you're probably already aware of that I've tried to limit my exposure to that mm. um, it is a bit like Bioshock and games of that sort um, in that it's a it's not it's not a an attempt at a utopia that's gone awry but obviously something has gone very badly wrong um there's a a lot of uh i've i just poked around in every corner took my time um snuck about try to avoid things because the the enemies are way stronger than you are Uh, you can even the little uh, mimics the little four-legged spider things uh, you get a couple of those and you can get your health knocked down real fast so yeah, it's. I've started to get into the rhythm where it's just a case of taking a just taking a breath, having a really good look around you, and try and work out if there's anything other than the most obvious thing you can do. And almost always, actually always, there's uh, there's at least two other options that are available to you. Um, I've I can honestly say that I've finally found a use for modern art. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, not the intended use, but uh, that's uh, yeah. If you if you're willing to take a take a moment to think outside the box and just have a and you're not you don't want to just run into a room, clear the zone, run into the next room, clear the zone, blah 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 blah. If uh, if you feel like a change from that and actually have some play something that makes you think a bit more, um, unless of course you just enjoy uh, dying and loading screens, uh, it's it's a good game. Uh, haven't played it on the PC. Apparently, there's been some issues with that. But hey, PC port not working properly. Big shock. Oh. There. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a Bethesda game with bugs. Who knew? Yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a, it's a real shock. But uh, no, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It did. It has crashed on me once, but uh, I've very much got into the habit of saving frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, just quickly zapping into the quick save, which is like uh, uh, two button presses and then back you're out and you're off again so and it does say that um at the checkpoints obviously when you enter a, a new zone hmm. so yeah i think it's definitely worth a look if you like games it's not <laughs> cover based okay I just, I, yeah. just like, I just like i thought you're just gonna end if you like if games. you like games <laughs> if you like games yeah yeah, it looked like a uh, futuristic version of Dishonored to me, so I was like, oh, maybe no. But yeah, I hey, mean, if you, you enjoyed it, I'll, I might check it out when it gets a bit cheaper. Yeah, or or just go into uh, EB and uh, buy the game. And oh, um, seven day. Take take. I think it's actually less than that. 
no more than that anyway but uh yeah mm. you could definitely the demo gives you a pretty good idea of of what's going on although the combat music comes in a lot more frequently and hangs around a hell of a lot longer which apparently can get pretty annoying uh but that's fixed in the retail game so yeah give it a shot cool and then we'll forza horizon bit of that on the side as well um a bit on the side a bit on the roof, roof. Uh, <laughs> a bit on the loop de loop yeah well the, you define gravity as you're whizzing around a, a bright orange racetrack and it's kind of exhilarating and stupid and crazy, and uh, I keep falling off, but I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Yeah, I've been meaning to get that Hot Wheels pack. It looks so good. looks like so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Now, it's I, nuts. I would have thought there would have been a third game on your list. Didn't we assign you a game to play? Oh. Did you? Yeah, but you know what? I have no recollection of what it was. I just remember that we agreed you were going to play. I, a game. I actually, I actually remember what it was. It was you were was either it? going to play Forts or oh, oh, um, right. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Uh, actually, I didn't entirely forget because I I um, have installed it on the, on the computer. I just completely forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll have a Whoops. full for you when I get back. Oops. Damn, well, I need could, to stop. That could stuff be a good down. one to play while you are away. Actually. So that could work quite well. Yeah. I'm just giving you failed that challenge, didn't I? Yeah, I yep. reckon. Even compared <laughs> to me, I just chose a different game, but at least I played a few hours. <laughs> um, I've installed it. You know, that's further than a lot of people get with the games they get. That's true. I bet there's a, there's a, I bet there's a metric ton of stuff on everybody's Steam list that they've bought and it's not bound to installing, let alone playing yet. Goddamn Steam Summer Star. Yep. FYI, that's coming back soon. Damn it. Mm -hmm. Based on the list of games you've played in the last month, Ben, you don't want to be buying any more, but just run it, run us through. Yeah, that's going to take most of the show. Yeah. um, I've been playing Overwatch. They just recently had the... Uh, it was an event over Easter, but they didn't call, it wasn't an Easter event. It was like a past uh, flashback type event where you go back to one of Trace's uh, first missions, and um, yeah, and yeah, it's like a PVE horde mode sort of event where you move from checkpoint to checkpoint and then escort a payload and destroy a bunch of enemies along the way and things like that. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty cool little mode that they threw out there for a month. Um, so played that. Uh, been also playing Heroes of the Storm. Uh, for those that don't know, Heroes of the Storm has now got a um, thing where if you play five matches with a friend, you'll earn a skin to actually use in Overwatch. Uh, they have a Genji skin, and then there's another one for Diva, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that they're doing as part of the Heroes of the Storm 2.0 update. Uh, so you haven't checked that out yet, um, yeah, definitely get out there, check it out, play a few matches with some friends, and then you've got some freebies in Overwatch to use. Um, also been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds a little bit. Um, I do enjoy the camaraderie that I have playing with other people in that game, but god damn do I suck at it. So I think there's still a few issues controls-wise that need to be ironed out, or maybe I just don't know the controls well enough to be able to succeed in it. Um, also been playing some more Ghost Recon Wildlands, more specifically the Narcos Road uh, DLC. Um, 
if you want to see my thoughts on it, uh, youtube.com slash weareapebit. I did a video. Uh, another game I did for 8-Bit uh, is called Peace Death. Uh, a little indie game on Steam kind of reminds me of uh, Papers, Please. But you're a little Ooh. grim reaper and you start sending people to hell or heaven. Sorry, Simon? No, no, I was just, hmm, just yeah. interesting. Uh, just Papers, Please was a great little game. Just, I uh, love Papers, Please. It, yeah. it just, so compelling in weird, the weirdest way. Whoever would have thought Soviet-era paperwork. Oh. Be so engaged. It was so good though. It was such a great little game. Oh, is that on uh, Steam? Because now check... I want to play that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, go go get it. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I think it's even on iTunes now. Didn't they cool. do a, a iPad release version of it? I, I, I vaguely recall they did. The Kotor. I've got Kotor on my tablet for God's sake. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, oh, I remember when it came out. I was playing it on PC and I was like, man, this would be perfect on a tablet. Um. Yeah, Peace Death, very, very similar, but a lot more fast-paced action sort of uh, thing. So you're quick, very quickly sending people to heaven and to hell. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, I uh, played the first uh, episode of that. Um, very fun, very much like the movie. It's not like the comics or anything like that, so they're playing off the movie crowd. Uh, timed the release very well for that, for the um, release of the movie. And Horizon Zero Dawn, I finally got back into that yesterday. I spent a good six, yeah, six hours playing it yesterday. Um, made some good headway and, uh, yeah, actually found my groove and I was enjoying just exploring the world and doing all the side quests. Didn't actually do a lot of story quests. So, yeah, it was good, good time. When you say you found your groove, you mean the hole you wore in the couch. Is that the groove? <laughs> yeah, well, the hole I wore in my very, very comfy, expensive chair. But... Um, <laughs> The uh, yeah no I found my groove as in the um, the control feel muscle memory for it um, because some of the controls are a little bit off like yeah they are. I I still out of habit I hit the R one I hold down R one to bring up the weapon wheel is it R one no yeah I think uh it's, yeah that's L one's no, the weapon wheel yeah L one's yeah. the weapon wheel like I hold down R one to bring up the weapon wheel by accident and end up doing a melee strike that's so right. that's where I'm talking about and finding your groove is because there's some muscle memory things that you have to remember with the controls it's very the controls make sense when you learn them yeah but when you first pick it up it's it seems a little off um so that that's the best way I can describe it but um yeah no. Got back into it, got into a cauldron dungeon thingy last night, killed this giant beast called a bellow back inside there. Um, I was having a ball. It was great fun. It was awesome. Mm. Good recommendation. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to really try to be hammering out that a lot this week, but I'm also going to be picking up Injustice 2 uh, on Wednesday, I think it comes out. Um, yeah, because super. DC superheroes beating the crap out of each other. Who doesn't want to play that? Hmm. Yeah, and is it Scorpion's in there as well? Uh, Scorpion was in the first one. Sub Zero is going to be the DLC oh. character for this one. One's yellow, one's blue. I always get mixed up. Yeah. So there'll be a Scorpion skin for it, essentially. <laughs> cool. And Horizon Zero Dawn's the one in the last month that I've had the itching to keep going with, and like you said, just get to learn the controllers a bit. But didn't get a chance. Um, just the usual. Pokemon Go while I exercise, uh, WoW. So now flying in Broken Shore and WoW, which I'm a bit excited about, makes things so much easier. 
um, shitloads of StarCraft 2, but particularly one map, just a, an arcade custom map that someone's built. It's just ridiculously addictive. Um, Jackbox... You should share that map out on uh, Twitter or something so everyone else can try it. Yeah, oh, it's not mm-hmm. one I... Yeah, I wish I'd done it. It's, it's in the top five most popular ones when you go to the arcade section of it, of StarCraft 2. It's called Nexus Wars. It's just a lot of simple Nexus simple Wars? Fun. Yeah. I'll check it out. Um, Jackbox TV here and there, and I can just claim destiny in that yesterday I jumped in uh, for about half an hour just to... I don't know why. Check what was in my inventory and did a bit of patrolling in the Plaguelands. Um, and I'm just a bit excited, I think, about Destiny 2. I did. When you log into Destiny at the moment, it does bring up the screen about Destiny 2 and would you like to pre-order? And I just, for the hell of it, clicked on the pre-order button and thought, no, I'm not paying 100 bucks for a digital download four months oh, or God, no. before it's released. So, no. Mm. Um, yeah. Pre-ordering... Crazy. Yeah. If they'd knocked $20 off it, I would have gone, yeah, if it was 79 I would have gone, yeah, but ninety nine ninety five four months before, why would I give Sony that money so early? Mm. It's not as if they're going to go, oh, yep. sorry, there's too many downloads now, you can't have yours. The only reason I'd pre-order is to get uh, beta access because I think they're already advertising oh, beta access for it. That is the hook, and I just have no desire to do beta access for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I probably will, but I'm going to see if I can get beta access through any another route first before I actually go pre-ordering it. Yeah, uh, so, so that's yeah, why I've been yeah. so anti-pre-ordering. Oh, that that's that's excellent, David. Uh, hey, tell me, um, when you were playing, uh, now you're not playing. Did you say you were playing um, Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, so that was the one when I was allocated game. I didn't buy. Um, I was at Last of Us, and I bought Horizon Zero Dawn. So I played it for probably five or six hours. Um, but not in the last month. Uh, so did, have you been enjoying it in dynamic 4K? <laughs> no. So I've only got an original place PS4. Um, uh, yeah. So tell me about dynamic 4K, Simon. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think I will. That, that's it. I do like... I do like um, as I'm sure you do, Ben, the, I love the gra- the Horizon Zero Dawn feel and graphics. Oh, it's a it's, it's a very, very beautiful game. And there's oh, there's a video. I'll have to see if I can find it and I'll send it to you. But there's a video about how um, Guerrilla Games managed to do a lot of the graphics, make the graphics look as good as they did with a lot of um, technological trickery. Um, there's, like, perfect examples. I, I saw all day yesterday while I was playing, like, they put a fog across the um, landscape to blend it. Same, similar to what they used to do back on the Nintendo 64 um, to make it just because the draw distance for that sort of graphic quality is uh, not great, let's say. Um, so, and there's they do blurring techniques when you're in cutscenes or talking to people. So the background gets a little bit more blurred depending on what is going on in the background. And then it'll switch back to four between characters, and you you go back to looking at the one that you saw was blurry. It's not blurry anymore because there's no action behind it anymore. Yeah. So little trickery. If you keep an eye out for it, you'll see it. Um, and the other thing I was noticing in it is uh, some of the like smaller characters again. They have the dodgy animation car- um, action similar to what people were complaining about Mass Effect Andromeda. 
um, that I noticed anyway. I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Oh, well, I can look past it and yeah. wonder if other people can. Seems to they have because no one said boo about it. No. But, yeah, yeah beautiful game still. Absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. It's it's amazing what the all of the uh, all the smoke and mirrors that's involved. Um, mm. This Foundry, uh, there's... Uh, uh, John Lineker, I think, uh, one of the guys on Digital Foundry, has a, a series running called uh, DF Retro, and he's done one which I highly recommend to anyone who is interested in how uh, some of the little tricks and the, the, the clever ways that they achieve effects when resources aren't available. Uh, there's one for Metal Gear Solid 2 uh, on the, uh, the PlayStation 2, I think. Uh, that was... Although yeah. they... He talks PS2, about all Xbox, yeah, original, yeah. But but the original, uh, the original one done for PS2. I mean, that's that's the console the game was built for, uh, and yeah, it's, uh, some it's pretty damn clever. It's in a lot of ways, it's like it's it's like theatre, quite literally. In a lot of the, it, it is built, basically building sets. Yeah, that, and that's it. They they go into explain how they do these sort of things. It's really cool. Yeah. It is indeed. All right. Um, so let's get into some actual discussion points. Um, so while I just mentioned Destiny 2 briefly, um, the first gameplay demo is coming up this Friday at the very inhumane hour of 3 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, part of me is thinking of having a bit of a nap Late earlier in the evening, and, and checking that out. The other part of me go, well, how much are they actually going to show? I assume they'll show a, you know, a flashpoint. Uh, oh. not a flashpoint. God, a um, <laughs> uh, showing our roots there. A strike or um or whatever. But yeah, I just don't know whether it's worth staying up that late for. You, you I mean, you guys I'd say probably not. You, I'd say no. I mean, I'm excited to see what they reveal. But um, I'm just going to watch the replay of the Twitch stream later on. Yeah. When I actually wake up. Yeah. I mean, well, I I might just be having some morning coffee when they do that because I've just checked, and that's assuming that's a Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. PST, it was, uh, it'll it'll be around ten eleven in the UK. So, ha. Huh. Laughing. Of course, I'll be jet lagged, yeah. so I'll be I'll sleep all the way through. It. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Yeah, so it'll be yeah. it'll be just. I mean, it's still a few months off, but it'll be yeah, just cool to see what how similar it looks to the original Destiny. What what how they're setting it apart. Um, and I haven't checked the news. I know that they had made the call that they wouldn't be transferring stuff across from Destiny, and that I think we talked about it here on this podcast. We agreed that there was a lot of advantages to not transferring shit across as far as inventory mm. and all that stuff. So I'm just fascinated to see how different it is. Yeah, well, well they, they've come out and they've collaborated that... Uh, not collaborated. Um, corroborated. corroborated. Thank you. Um, that with the story and everything as well to make it marry up. So there is... A re- there is Law reasons for why your gear is gone as well now. So oh, cool. Makes sense. Gary broke all our stuff. Yeah. Or was it Glenn? Mm, something something with, a with a G. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that, that'll do for Destiny for this, this episode. Um, uh, Bioware, Montreal returns to being a support studio after releasing Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Where do Tell we want to start? <laughs> well, well, okay, so Mass Effect as a franchise is uh, on ice, which doesn't sound great. No. And no, it doesn't, but no. it doesn't say that they're getting rid of the franchise either. So they're just saying, well, we're not going to do anything with it for a little while. No, yeah, it's right mm. there with Fable. <clears throat> mm. Well, true, Fable, yeah. I mean, they'd be, all... they'd be mad to, to say that they're killing it all together because, I mean, there's no harm in saying it's on ice. Why would you kill a property that's purely digital? Because, yeah, there's no way they won't resurrect it down the track. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, uh, how are they go? How would they resurrect it? Because obviously they're not going to. They're putting it on ice so that some of the heat and the association with Andromeda dies down a bit. And if that's the case, if they're looking to get a bit of distance, then is the next Mass Effect going to be? I nearly said Destiny. Is the next Mass Effect going to be? in Andromeda, or are they going to pull it back to, you know, I don't know, a, a prequel to the original trilogy or something that follows on within that same part of space? It's it's going to give them an awful lot of room to basically reboot the reboot. Yeah, I think so, but I also think they're putting it, I don't even know why they came out and said it, to be honest. I think that's the stupid thing that they've done here is they've actually said something about it. They made a comment. Um, I think they just could have stayed quiet and mm. then waited till Edmonton Studio is free because they're doing Project Dylan, um, who sounds like a dorky bogan. Um, it's the destiny. Get, yeah. Cool. But, yeah, yeah, but get... Um, yeah, well, it's called Project Dylan at the moment. I don't know what the game's actually going to be called, but... Uh, but what they need to do is, yeah, I think they need to send it back to Project, uh, not Project, but he's Studio Edmonton, um, and get it back on track because they're the guys that actually created the original Mass Effect back in the day. Um, and this Montreal Studios been doing it for however long for Andromeda, and it's like, well, clearly the Montreal Studio isn't um, up to the task of creating a, uh, a Mass Effect game. Or, or any game, that seems to be the problem, because they were a support studio before they got mm. the gig, and now they're a support studio after it. They've been substantially downsized, which isn't unusual, uh, no. but it's the basically the people have been redeployed into quite a... Uh, the people that have been left, because um, they're not talking about firing, they've, basically they've redeployed... Mm. And, uh, yeah, well, and, uh, uh, some of them are going to do work on Battlefront and things like that. Some um, of them on, on Dylan, but it's all in a support yeah. role. And uh, the so now, I think there's some of them still doing DLC for Andromeda as well. They've still got a DLC schedule for it. I didn't hear them mention the DLC specifically, but supporting multiplayer was definitely something they they mentioned. Mm-hmm. Motive have also moved into to take up the um, the spare office space. Yeah. So, yeah, they've they've really been p- pulled right back. The the, the choke collar has been yanked on pretty damn hard, mm. and been demoted. There's no two ways about it. There's really no other way you can look at it. Yeah, so the, I, I think in the Bioware side of things, more unless so the EA side of things have been demoted more from Bioware's point of view than EA. 
EA probably forced Bioware's hand on it, though. Well, EA probably were the ones that wanted to get the game out before mm. it was probably ready, although... Well, it's their fault for announcing it four yeah. years ago without anything to show. Yes. Yes, well, thank God Phil Spencer doesn't want to do that sort of thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a bit of a mess. The uh, the after effects are still being felt. I did notice that uh, it's, what was it, 60%? Basically, it had been reduced from 110 to $64, I think, for the the digital deluxe edition on the Xbox store. If you bought it wow. digitally. That's a that's a pretty hard discount mm-hmm. soon after release. So, yeah, I don't think thing. Obviously, it didn't it didn't the, the press it got hurt sales clearly. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I think way. so. Mm. All right. Well, I think a few games are getting that sort of treatment lately too, though. Yeah. I mean, I saw Ghost Recon on sale under fifty bucks within two, three weeks of it coming out. I mean, it didn't get slammed in the press. I mean, it didn't get a hell of a lot of coverage because of everything else that came out around it. Horizon, Zelda, Mass Effect was coming up as well. But I think that's something... I'm seeing that more and more in the industry. I mean, we saw it last November as well with Titanfall, Dishonored 2, um, even Battlefield and Call of Duty were getting pretty reasonable discounts. They weren't getting as big a discount as some of the other titles. Mm. But they were still getting decent-sized discounts. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of games around that time of year that were getting big discounts. So it seems to be becoming a very common trend. Game will come out, give it three, four weeks, you know, price might drop pretty significantly. Yeah, so yeah. why would you pre-order? That, and that's the thing, they're cannibalizing exactly. their own pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it seems to be becoming more and more commonplace, so... Yeah, just uh, maybe not pick up games when they're first released, guys. If you can hold yeah. off for a couple of weeks, it might be a good idea. Uh, especially you. seeing as, like, I mean, I know you, you said you enjoyed Prey, but Bethesda don't release review copies anymore. You know? I'm, uh, I'm on a big anti-Bethesda bandwagon at the moment because, you know, I just don't like their games. But, yeah, they don't do review copies anymore. No, it's uh, it seems like a fairly anti-consumer policy they've got. Mm. And, yeah, it seems to be there's quite a few of them like that. Mm. More and more. Mm. Speaking of things on sale, David? Yeah, so um, Square Enix uh, announced oh, just in the last week that they're going to sell off the developer IO Interactive. Wanted to mm. focus, so publisher wants to focus its efforts going forward on key franchises and studios and apparently neither IO or Hitman qualified under that umbrella. Well, after this disappointing sales at Hitman, I can't remember the actual subtitle for Hitman, but the last Hitman game had, um, I think uh, that's probably a good telling uh, sign as to why it's up for sale. It wasn't selling very well. The episodic release while it meant that they managed to complete, give a much better completed episodic experience, is my understanding. I haven't actually played it, so I can't comment too much on how the game actually plays. Um, the 
way that it was sold just didn't make sense to the consumer. So they didn't they didn't buy it. Yeah, but that's, that. that's not the dev's fault. That is mm. uh, Square's it's marketing fault. and publisher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it Square keeps screwing things up like this. The mm. making episodic was Square's choice, not IO's. Yeah. Uh the mess they made with upgrade your pre order crap that Ooh, they yeah, that was Deus Ex. Sure. And then they ended up without telling the developer, um getting I'm sure them they to, did Deus Ex last year too, uh, didn't they? Yep, and get, getting them to uh try and hammer in awkwardly microtransactions into a game that was specifically not intended for it. The, the mm. market this was something that they got dropped on them at the last minute from from Square. So Square lost $40 million or yep. whatever it was, which, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised they need to sell things because they squander money in such an unbelievable fashion and mm-hmm. they screw their products up trying to nickel yep. and dime the purchaser. So and that I'm, is exactly the reason why they took the big payout from Microsoft for the Tomb Raider exclusivity. Well, yeah, well that was the that's the thing. Um it's not just that Microsoft paid for the year exclusivity. They also paid money so that Tomb Raider wasn't episodic as well. Originally it was going to be episodic. Microsoft paid mm-hmm. Square money to have them make it as a, a single game. Yeah. So it's it's not just a, it's not like um, buying the marketing rights like uh, Sony's done with Destiny and oh basically name it let's face it they've they've got the market cornered. Um, Microsoft did actually pay money to have work done. They they yeah did that's right to the to the things budget. It wasn't just a it wasn't mm. just payoff. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly right. But my my point is that there's no. I'm not surprised that they actually turned around and said, oh, we'll take that money because the episodic thing for Hitman is not working. We're losing money over there. We need to make some money back somewhere else. Yeah, but the episodic thing for Hitman wasn't properly explained anyway. Oh, no, God, it was horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that was last year that it came out? March, was it? Or a year before? Yeah, it's been on sale recently. Yeah, so, I'm just trying to think. So did they end up doing like a second season or did they announce a second season for it? Season two is under development. That has been confirmed because IO keeps the IP. It's not staying mm-hmm. with Square. So you're not only okay. buying IO Interactive, you're buying Hitman as well, whoever mm-hmm. ends up scooping it up. So that's not bad. Find out. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should buy I, it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's chip in. Let's do a Kickstarter. <laughs> yep. Uh God, would you trust us to run a company? So <laughs> um, let's talk very briefly about Nintendo because I know you're particularly in love with them at the moment, Ben. So they've announced a new 2DS. Yeah, um, which is actually I, I'm not going to hate them on hate too much on them for this because uh, the 2DS it's not exactly a 2DS. It's basically the 3DS without the 3D. It's the exact same thing. It's not the same as the old 2DS where it's this flat tablet looking thing that was in the shape of a block um which was good for kids because it looked virtually indestructible when you looked at the thing um but they've actually redone the 3ds that you can get so the whole clamshell fold in half thing as a 2ds so you save yourself at the moment it's only going to be about 50 bucks because i saw the price yesterday morning is 249 at eb for a 3ds a new 3ds xl um, so the new 2DS is going to be 
199 Australian, so it's only 50 bucks difference. But for a 3D feature that no one uses, uh, yeah, save yourself 50 bucks. Why not? I think that's a good thing. Um, everything else, Nintendo, where you did, your transfer, uh, purchases don't transfer from console to console and everything like that, yeah, still hate that. Yeah. Rightly so. I, I do. I must admit, I do like the fact that they announced that the uh, the NES Classic or NES Mini, whatever it's been called, uh, they were stopping production on that, even though people, all the people that wanted one, couldn't get one because mm-hmm. Nintendo. Um, yeah. Because they, the excuse Reggie King of King of Bullshit Mountain came out with was <laughs> the. Um, they don't have limitless resources or something along those lines. And then a matter of days later, they announced the 2DS, which the new 2DS, which obviously they, I don't know. It's, are they just sticking the middle finger up to people who wanted the, the NES mini? No, I think that's a legit point. I mean, you, you take Apple for an example. They only release four iPhones a year because they haven't got limitless resources. Uh, don't yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it's it's bullshit, isn't it? I mean, you can't tell me that you know there's not the factory time, the manufacturer time to knock out another hundred or two hundred thousand or whatever's required another million. Yeah, they they can easily bloody redesign the bloody chipset. I mean, manufacturers do that all the time. Oh, we don't have this particular type of diode or chip anymore. Well, we'll just create a new chip. We'll build it. Boom, done. Yeah, it's not that hard. Um, plenty of manufacturing places do that all the time. Uh, yeah, and it's not like there was any cutting-edge technology in there because mm. uh, from what I've seen of the breakdown, basically what's in there is the kind of stuff you find in a in a, a $80 tablet you buy at Officeworks or uh, yeah. slash, slash Staples. Um, you know, something made from the deepest, darkest Guangdong province, uh, not a no-name brand. So it's not like they there's any <laughs> I, I – I don't get it. There's, there's nothing cutting-edge in that box – no. Any third-party manufacturer in China could have been spitting those things out. They probably are without the Nintendo. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. I like it, that they're still making um, essentially what were Game Boy or DS games, I should say, now. Um, I like that they're still make, uh, catering to the portable market. And, hey, t- 2DS, I think, will sell Gangbusters. Um I think so. It's it's a smart looking mm. unit, but it does look a bit cheaper. I think, and I, it does. It, it does feel like, hey, it's a new product, but we're kind of winding things down in this space. Mm. Because you know what? The switch is doing pretty good, and maybe we were kind of lying about the the uh, the 3ds being a going to be. Yeah. Is well, okay. there's that, but Pokemon That's- still sells gangbusters on portable platform and they don't make pokemon for console yet yet well yes yet but yeah at the moment it still sells it so they're going to keep making it for the time being i think um and also i won't i wouldn't give a 10 year old a switch to take out of the house no shit no yeah i wouldn't give my nephew or niece or whatever yeah i wouldn't let them take the switch on a road trip or over to a friend's place or something like that. I'd let them take maybe their 2DS over there. I'd probably feel a lot more comfortable that thing's going to come back in one piece than what the Switch does, considering the things bend. Mm. Yeah, maybe that may that may be it. Maybe it is. Maybe they're 
repositioning mm. it as Bobby's first Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, it, it's no business stupid idea at all. No. I, I think the portable Nintendo stuff has always been tailor-made for kids. Um, I mean, I had a Game Boy as a kid. I love that thing. I thought it was the best thing in the world. Take it everywhere with me. Oh, Game Boys rocked, and I wasn't a kid. Were, yeah, I, I thought they were awesome. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, Game Boy. I, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's a. They should definitely keep trying to support the portable market because no one else is. True. Well, I mean, apart from every, every idiot who's putting games into the uh, Apple or Android store. Yeah, that. Oh, that. yeah, but they're so premium, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of that, I mean, it's not on the run sheet, but, hey, Sims just got announced for the mobile market, so why not? Well, it could go all right, particularly on tablets. Not so sure about phones, but, yeah. Mm. Um, E3. So, Simon, I know a key part of your upcoming trip is to be Flashpoint's man on the ground at E3. Um, what are your predictions? We'll start with you for that event. Oh, well, first of all, David, uh, you're an idiot. And uh, <laughs> secondly, I'm, I'm just looking forward to the uh, the Ubisoft show. It's not a presentation. Oh, they're going to tell you how many towers you get to climb in Assassin's Creed. No, no, no. I don't watch it for the games. <laughs> For the commentary and oh, uh, mean, because it was that what we watched last year was that Ubisoft. You mean for the character, the idiots that introduce stuff? Oh no, no. Um, what, what's is is a uh, Aisha Tyler? Aisha Tyler, man, I love her. She's I fantastic. She, so I, that's the only reason I watched that presentation is because she's awesome. And she says Lady Wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And, uh, I've, I've been rewatching. Uh, Archer recently as well. So, uh, yeah, I was watching some of that earlier this afternoon, oh. and I'm watching the new seasons of Who's Line because she's the host of that as well. Ah, <laughs> you know that? There's Simon's next six hours marathon sorted. Yeah, four seasons of her as the host of Who's Line. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, just quickly on, on Archer, it's... did you see that the guys from, not Degeneration, but that those guys have done a Australian version, I would argue, of Archer called uh, Pacific Heat? Yes, I have, and it's horrible. It's not it's good, is it? Horrible. It's so, it's so disappointing. so cringy. And, and again, on that topic of Who's Line, there was an Australian Who's Line, and it's freaking cringy as well. I Because the Degen guys usually hit it like, they usually mm. nail it, but by God, they haven't with this. Nah, it's pretty rubbish. And so, yes, again, with the Australian Who's line, it's just, yeah, it's pretty rubbish. There's, it has moments of brilliance, and then just, yeah, they've changed it too much, and it's just nowhere near as good. Right. Yeah, well, uh, what was the, there was a, some similar sort of show, but it's kind of 80s uh, to... To Pacific Heat, uh, it was a, another Archer. Oh, um, Rob Lowe. Uh, Moon Age, no, Moon Dream or something like that. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. It was a cop show. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cop- got the whole fluoro 90, uh, 80s thing going on and all that sort of stuff. Also terrible. Yeah, it was pretty rough. <sighs> Looked really good. Terrible. Archer's mm. the only one. Um, predictions. 
Okay, uh, predictions. Uh, the Sony show will feature a lot of uh, previews for games that we're not likely to see for two to three years, mm-hmm. um, which will send everyone into absolute shrieking orgasms, I suspect. Although I suspect they may and they'll probably uh, end up announcing a release date for uh, God of War, I would think. Possibly. Yeah, start. I'd say we're going to announce for that one, which in, it'll be delayed in three or four months time yeah. after it. But, yeah. yeah, but they'll make, they'll make up a date and then they'll uh, they'll delay it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, because that tends to happen. Um, EA, God, I I don't know what they're going to do without uh, Android John. What's his name? Uh, Andrew Johnson, the EA. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, uh, hmm. well, Madden and FIFA. Let's and then let's face it. It's just going to be sports games and Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's all gets kind of samey really when you think about it. Mm. Oh, we might see what. Um, oh, what's the name of the studio? They did Dead Space. Ah, oh, shoot. Oh no, that's a franchise that got put on ice. Yeah, stayed. that's one. Yeah, and the last game was set on a snowy planet. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Uh, Visceral, Visceral Studios. They ah. um, did Dead Space. Um, they're working on a Star Wars game as well. I think they're the ones with the Annie, uh, Amy Hennig uh, property. Oh, ooh, that could be interesting. Then maybe they'll announce that one for EA. Plus, we'll probably see some more Battlefront stuff, like gameplay for or yeah, story that... gameplay. Yeah, there's not really anything worth predicting, is there? No. I mean, um, Microsoft will have a have a big announcement over Scorpio. Uh, yeah. Some Halo Three thing that's not related to a mainline game, so that'll probably be maybe an anniversary edition for Halo Three, or possibly some. Maybe they'll do some kick-ass DLC uh, for Halo Five, like they did for. Forza Horizon Three. If they could, if they could land something like that, yeah, they'll announce the new Forza game. Battletoads won't get announced, even though we all want it. Um, they'll do something to do with the Pirates game, that rare, uh, rare Studios Pirates game. I don't know if they will. We'll, we'll yeah, oh, we'll have to. They'll have to show something for it. I mean, they've got to push it. Uh, there'll be some more talk about Hololens, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Some DLC announcement for Halo Wars Two. Maybe oh, Cuphead might actually be given a, re- a release date finally. Yeah, let's not go nuts. Um, yeah. Um, the one thing I'm really hoping for, um, that I really actually do, this is actually a, a real answer, not a joke answer, uh, Splinter Cell. I want there to be a new Splinter Cell announced by Ubisoft. Um, don't make it open world, just make it the same as all the other Splinter Cell games. Just give me levels, let me go stealth and do my thing in the levels and have fun. Um well, if you want to sneak around, you could always get um get prey. Yeah, yeah. I just want another Splinter Cell Blacklist, but I want also them to do a more full co-op campaign to go with it because uh, not Blacklist, but the one before Conviction had a really good co-op campaign that came with it. Blacklist just basically had a, I think it was five or six missions that you could do solo or co-op, and um, they weren't actually like co-op campaign story missions like they did in um conviction mm. um so I'd, I'd like them to actually do another proper co-op uh co-op campaign with the splinter cell franchise because it works really well and it's a lot of fun um especially to couch co-op sort of thing with it as well um 
So I'd really, really like them to do a revisit Splinter Cell because Blacklist was a criminally underrated game because it came out in the August prior to the current generation of consoles. And they haven't done it like a high-def remaster or made it available on backwards compatible or anything like that. Um, so I'd really like them to do another Splinter Cell game. It'd be really cool if they did. Well, maybe maybe that's the reason it hasn't appeared. Yep. What's um, going on? Yeah. Far out predictions. I'll put out there. Uh, Sony will announce that uh, you can change your player name on PSN. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else was there? There's something else I was thinking of. I think Microsoft Bracket. announced full backwards compatibility with OG Xbox. Ooh, that's going out there. Yeah, it is a bit. But yeah. Bungie going to announce. Oh, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo will announce um, their online service to actually work so that all your online purchases will now carry over between consoles. <laughs> the account based instead of console based. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I predict that Nintendo will announce some horribly overpriced piece of plastic accessory for Switch. Mm. A rumble pack for your Joy-Con. Oh, wait, now they've only got built-in rumble. Oh, an HD rumble. A HD rumble, there you go. (laughs) And a headphone jack. I predict Bungie are going to announce... We're good at talking over each other this week, aren't I? Sorry. Go for it. Um, Bungie... No, it's gone. The moment's gone. Let's um, talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy... So it's been out, what, two weeks now? Mm, yeah, two or three weeks. Yeah. Came um, out of Anzac Day. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, it's been. Um, who's seen it? I haven't yet, unfortunately. I have. Oh, movie. Uh, I have. Mm. All right. It's well, awesome. Simon, you start first. A, a briefish interview, a review, sorry, if you could. It's like the first one. Yeah. That's what I've heard as well. In in that it's it's really really good. Yep. Uh, some of the it's not going to have the same impact, obviously, because the first one was out of left field completely. Yeah. It was it's a surprise. You, a, a you can't capture lightning in a bottle twice. No, but what they have done is I I think they've built on the the origin aspects mm. of the first one. And the characters have moved, are actually making progress. So it's, it's not a it's not a photocopy. Uh, all of the characters are actually there's a continuation of a story. So it's yeah. still going to be a trilogy, and there is going everyone's got an arc. Yeah, and and it is See, set only a few months after the first one as well. So it's not like it's been a couple of years or anything. It's literally been only a couple of months. Exactly, because Groot's mm. still a link. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say exactly the same thing. It's 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 actually a pretty good movie overall. Um, the only two there's only two things that actually I don't like about the movie. One, the overuse of Baby Groot. They were just hamming that up because hey, it's a cute little tree thingy that's dancing and doing stuff. And yes, it was it was well used in a couple of parts of the movie, but they overused it for a lot of the movie. Um, and the other thing I didn't like was the soundtrack. The way they used the soundtrack, I didn't. I did like the actual soundtrack, but I think they force-fed the soundtrack into the movie a lot more. What I mean is, they made it 
they it's like they made scenes specifically to cater to a song that they wanted to put in the soundtrack. The soundtrack complemented the first movie. It doesn't complement this movie. They they him they really had to um yeah, they just forced it into the movie more than what it needed to be there for. That's my thought on it anyway. Did you like the way they did the opening Hello? Oh yeah, yeah. No, the op- I like how they did the opening, similar to the first one where he's dancing around the ruins. So this time they did the dancing around this one. With yeah, I thought it was really cute. Yeah, I agree. They did use Baby Groot a lot, but I've mm-hmm. I've been had a bit, of, a bit of a think about it, and I think when you think about it, um, uh, Peter Quill has still got daddy issues in that it's you yeah. Know, my mum died and and never knew who my dad was. So yeah. he's, he's questing for a parent. Uh, uh, oh, I'm terrible with the names. Uh, Drax. The, Gamora. Yeah, the, uh, okay. The, uh, Drax has, has lost his family. Mm. Um, the – why have I forgotten the names? Uh, Gamora, the t- Nebula, Rocket. Nebula and Gamora, is it? Yep. Yeah, uh, they both have issues with the the father that brutalised them. Uh, Rocket has issues with the people that made him whoever they were. Basically, everybody has has come from a, a, a broken, screwed up home of one sort mm-hmm. or another. Yeah, and, and the only one that doesn't have any real character development because he's just a comedy prop is Groot, sadly. But yeah, but he's more than a comedy prop because... Basically, they've and I, I think they actually say it somewhere in oh, there. Oh, they probably. they did it better at the end of the movie. I'll, I'll say that I'm trying not to spoil it, but yeah, they. I mean, the, the majority like, of the movie, you felt like a comedy prop. Um, yeah, but I think the the issue with that is that he's not a comedy prop. He's he is the focus of the movie because he's the focus of all of them. Mm. They are his his parents. They're actually giving him or trying to give him. The a nurturing environment and upbringing that they themselves mm. ever had. Yep. And I, I think that's really kind of the he's he's nexus. Yeah. Rather than yes, he is a, he is a comedy prop because he's cute. Mm. He looks like a Funko vinyl, but um, in fact, I suspect the Funko vinyl would look exactly like the Groot in the movie. But I Pretty think much. that's I think that's the thrust of it is that it's basically all it's dysfunctional people from dysfunctional homes actually forming um, together in their own broken way family yeah family yeah yeah i agree with you there it's just yeah i just feel like he's yeah he's just over search he just i don't think they utilized him properly um but yeah i and i'll say this drax and mantis still a movie they steal the entire movie oh yes the they're, they're both beautiful characters in their own way. Yeah, yeah. I love Drax. He was perfect. And Batista was just fantastic as Drax. So. Oh, he's yeah. a treat. And, mm-hmm. and Kurt Russell. Yep. I did yep. expect to see Kurt Russell in How, Where the hell did he get all that hair from? I'm assuming it's a wig. <laughs> yeah. Bastard. Cool. But, but then I just went and watched Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, speaking so, of Marvel properties, though. Oh, Deadpool. I was going to say, Judge Dredd. No, yeah, Deadpool. Um, animated series may be on the way. So if we can even do a briefer speculation on that. 
Um, not much to speculate on. Uh, Donald Glover's apparently attached to it to produce, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a mature-rated animated series, so it should be good. So Archer, That's it. Archer with more blood and guts, although there's plenty of blood and guts in Archer. Yeah, there really is. And I think it'd be more actual action on the side of Archer comedy, style comedy, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder how they're going to do it. Are they going to do it? Are we going to get some sort of Blur Studio CGI kind of treatment, like in the, the leaked preview, or is it going to be more conventional anim, animation kind of thing? Oh, I'd say it's probably going to be more conventional. Well, I'm, I'm, picture, I'm picturing uh, Voltron-style animation in my head. I think a more claymation. I'm hoping it's going to be more like the current ver- uh, series of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so CGI, but kind of style. Mm. Nah, I, I'd prefer something more like the current season or a series of um, Ultimate Spider-Man, if anything. And, and that is a Disney-produced property as well, so they own the Marvel rights. But Or do, do Fox? No, because Fox only owned the movie rights. Oh. That's how Disney's able to do use these characters in TV shows. Hmm, I'm not sure how uh, how Deadpool's going to fit onto the DX schedule, but that should be... No, no, no. It won't be on the DX schedule because it's going to be a mature-rated series, but they are it'll probably be like a Netflix-type thing, I'd say. But they've used Deadpool on Ultimate Spider-Man before, as well as Wolverine and cast of other mutants and things like that as well. Just as long as it doesn't end up on cable. Doesn't cable come from the future? Yeah. On cable, not with cable. Oh, oh. And Josh Brolin's going to be cable soon. Yay. Not I saw unha- photos of him bulking up for the role, man. He's getting big. There's really nothing to say about that. Speak, speaking <laughs> of big, Judge Dredd's big, particularly when he's in his armour. Not that I've ever seen him without his armour. Um, TV series in the works as well. See, that's one I'd argue would be probably better off animated. Be interesting how they do with this. Although the movie was, I loved the movie. The last yes. movie they did, Dread, was so Stallone good. Was... Sorry, oh, we're not talking about. That. I was just saying Stallone was really good, but obviously we're not talking about that movie. Oh God, no! no, no Carl Urban movie that came out a couple of years ago. That was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It's really. that movie is on special at the moment on um, Google Play for five. Was it six ninety nine? the HD version. It's insanely mm. cheap, so I bought that immediately. But yeah, that is a great movie. Oh, it's brilliant. I've got it on Blu-ray and you put it on a really good you know, good TV and all that with the surround sound cranked right up. And because the, they got that slow-mo drug in it, oh, oh, yeah. just, with a really great TV and a good surround sound, that movie is just awesome to watch. Yeah, it is great. I still mm. live, live and dream for a Rogue Trooper movie. That's my other favourite 2000 AD property. I can't I, with CGI. Would that that'd be a spectacular movie? Yeah, a whole world fighting and yeah. Anyway, mm. I'd um, like to see the warriors, but that's not going to happen. <sighs> we can live in hope. Maybe that's another Kickstarter. Um, Maybe. Last one, very briefly, uh, for those of you in Australia, I assume it's still on SBS on demand. The other night, I saw the documentary on. The rise and fall of Atari centred around the, you know, looking for the dump site where all the copies of ET were dumped. Oh, that'd be cool. 
So it's well, yeah, it, it's really well done. Uh, they interview a lot, the guy that did the ET game, and, my, and he was also the guy that did. Oh God, my, one of the most popular games on the twenty six hundred. Anyway, he he was basically had hit after hit after hit, and as you know, back in those days, they were solo developed games, mm. um, and then he copped the blame for it. Uh, ET bringing the downfall of Atari, but they make a pretty strong case that it had very little to do with ET and just a whole bunch of other factors that brought down Atari. It started the whole trend of um, movie-based video games sucking. <laughs> That's right. Uh, although there are some some decent people on there arguing that it doesn't suck as much as people might say, particularly given the vast majority of people say that it sucked, haven't actually played it themselves, and I know I'm in that basket. But, I mean, I, I've only got to look at it and go, that just looks like it sucks. It, it looks like garbage. And he, the, the guy that created it, he even says it's garbage, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think he banged the thing out in like five three weeks. or four weeks. Yeah, it was five yeah, weeks. There you go. Yeah, and it's fascinating how they, uh, yeah, compared to all the others, you can see why he was on a... Mm. Uh, road to nowhere with that, but yeah, well yeah. worth a look. Mm, and I won't, I won't okay. spoil. I won't spoil whether they find the um, dump site with all the ET games in it or not. But that's the centre of it. They've they got archaeologists involved in the whole thing. It's quite fascinating. We done, boys? Yes, we I think are. Got it through it all. Yes, because you're all up in about five hours. So I think we should wrap it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. All right, we're done. As always. If you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse, please do email us. We're lonely at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash the Oceanic Gamer. Follow us on Twitter. My handle's the Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPGBeatsRL. And you can get all his um, live streams and photos from E3 on that handle. And Ben tweets under the Spawny13. You'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes and we're also on Stitcher, Google Play and Pocket Cast. Thank you very much for listening and thank you again, boys. Always appreciate it. Oh, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's It's been great and um, I won't be stealing a bunch of stuff off IGN to make out that I'm actually at E3. Because you'll be there. Because um, I'll there, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So have I'll a- send you that media pass, so you better have it. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> you might be on the wrong side of the world, but you can still make it happen. Have a great week or month, and remember, I actually I should flag we will be back in just over a month due to Simon's jet-setting ways. Um, you don't stop p- playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Good night. Good night. Sayonara. to speak does not make one intelligent.